The process of landing investment banking job offers can often feel like a black box, which leads to confusion and anxiety for most of the candidates going through it. Hey, my name is Sam Shaw, and I'm the founder of Wall Street Mastermind. I've personally coached numerous students on how to successfully break into top-tier investment banks, including Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley, JP Morgan, Centerview, Evercore, and PJT Partners, just to name a few. On this podcast, I'm going to help you demystify the investment banking recruiting process by sharing what the clients of Wall Street Mastermind have done to get results like these. Enjoy this episode. What is the best use of my time? I am pretty indecisive. I started a case comp and I put it on my resume, though my group mates ended up bailing. So I obviously can't keep it on my resume considering finishing it. But I don't know if that is the best use of my time as it is very time intensive. I have two other forage experiences I can add, but I don't know how legit those are. Should I work on the case and try to finish it or just stay focused on interview prep? I'm stressed out about what to do. I also have IBMP experience on my resume. I would say a case comp is more valuable if the rest of your experience is weaker. Like if you don't have a lot of relevant experiences, a lot of times adding a case comp to your resume can kind of be almost like a pseudo experience, right? It's like, it's almost like you worked on a live deal. It wasn't for an internship, but a lot of these case comps, what are they doing? They're asking you to like actually analyze a specific investment transaction that happened. And then like you're building all the same models that you would build on a live deal, right? You're doing DCF, you're doing comps, you're doing precedents. It can be a very valuable experience. When I was in college, I did a Goldman Sachs case competition and like our team ended up winning first place, right? had nothing to do with me. I was honestly like, I had some really smart teammates and I kind of just wrote on their coattails. But regardless, I had that on my resume and it's like, oh, Goldman Sachs case competition first place. And so like, I think that did help me get more interviews. And also like in a lot of the interviews back then we didn't have like search funds and we didn't have like, I didn't have like banking internships and PE internships. I think like my most relevant experience was like a private wealth management internships. Case comp was actually like probably the most relevant thing on my resume. And a lot, and probably almost every single one of my interviews, I got asked about the case competition that I did. It was an LBO case. So ask me questions about LBOs. In a way, it almost made my interviews easier or at least like more predictable because I almost knew like, oh yeah, they're going to ask me about case comp. Oh yeah, they're going to ask me about the LBO. And so I just have to like study the case comp that I did like inside out and like really know how to answer all the questions really, really well. But I think like if you have a banking and a PE internship on your resume already, like from an experience standpoint, it's probably pretty strong. They're more likely to ask you about the actual internships that you did than like just some case comp that you did, right? And I would put the case comp over like the forage experiences for sure, because those forage experiences, I don't know, they're pretty easy, right? It's like, I think this takes what, like less than five hours and like pretty much anyone can do them. And it's just not as involved as what you would be doing in actual case comp. So yeah, I think for you, like I think it can still be value added, but like, I don't think it's a huge value add considering the other interests you already have, right? Like for someone who maybe doesn't have a lot of relevant experience, I would say like doing a case comp would add a lot more value to their resume. So again, a lot of these questions that you guys are asking, like, I wish it was like a straightforward answer, but usually it's like case by case, right? And, and that's also why like, we always tell people like, hey, recruiting is not like a one size fits all thing. Like, I wish I could like write a book on this and just like tell you guys exactly how every scenario works, but it's like, it doesn't really work that way. Everything you do has an opportunity cost, which is just like the amount of time it's going to take to do that thing. Doing an internship, taking on an internship to add to your resume, that's, there's an opportunity cost. It takes time, right? Networking, there's opportunity cost. takes time. Right before interviews, there's opportunity cost. Like everything has an opportunity cost. You also need to spend time on keeping up your grades, right? There's opportunity cost there. And so like you kind of having to juggle all of these things and kind of like decide like where's the best place to allocate your time. Like someone who has a 4.0 GPA, I would say like you can probably allocate a bit less time to maintaining your grades because even if your grade drops to 3.9 or 3.8 at the end of the semester, like you're going to be just fine, right? In fact, you might get an offer before the end of the semester, in which case like your GPA is not even going to matter, right? But like if someone has like a 3.0 or 3.1, like you can't, you, you should be trying to raise your grades, right? And so like in that case, you, you're going to want to you know allocate more time to your academics. And so like, again, here, same thing. There's no one size fits all. Like how strong is your resume? How much relevant experience do you already have? What is your GPA? 
like all these things, how much time or how little time you spend on it, it really depends on. So it's like, what, what's your weakest link, I guess, right? Like whatever's your weakest link, you probably got to spend more time on that. Networking. Like if you're a non-target school student, you're probably going to need to invest more time into networking than if you were a target school student, right? Because if you're a target school student, like they're proactively coming on campus, proactively trying to recruit you. Like, you know, you can apply through Handshake, whatever. Like it's not as hard to get an interview, right? But if you're a non-target school student and you don't network, you pretty much almost guarantee you're not going to get an interview. Think logically about like, what are the strengths and weaknesses of my candidacy? And like, that's going to determine like what you can spend less time on and what you should spend more time on. Right. And then again, if you're not sure about your specific situation, then just come and message us in your private Slack channel. And then like, you know, we'll give you our thoughts. Right. Thanks for listening to this episode. Interested in discovering how you can get personalized one-on-one coaching from Wall Street Mastermind to help you beat out the massive amount of competition out there. Head on over to www.wallstreetmastermind.com slash apply. And the street is abbreviated to ST, so it's really wall, stmastermind.com slash apply. And our team looks forward to speaking with you.